Hey all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and today I'm joined by Cheddar. Hey. We got Squeaks. Squeaks. And Daniel. What's up? Wow. <laughs> uh, the energy so is just here this morning. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Usually we get a nice little spicy Ola to start our day. Yeah, but, uh, wow. Okay. Got a very calm reaction. It's very odd. Uh, all right, let's start things off like we always do with the Audible ad. Hey, guys, have you signed up for Audible? Go to <laughs> audibletrial.com backslash geekfreaks. Sign up for your Audible trial. Support the podcast, and you're able to get one Audible book every... No, one audio book. I always do that wrong. Audio book each month and two Audible originals uh, for $14.99 a month. Uh, every trial helps us out. We appreciate it. What we're going to be doing this this next month is we're actually going to have fans vote on the next Audible book we listen to. Currently, we're going through Shadows Rising by Madeline Rowe. Me and Squeaks are both about on the half. Well, actually, I'm around the halfway point. Squeaks is about an hour out uh, yeah. from the end. Um, and so we're going to do a standalone episode where we'll go over that book in our new book club thing, which we need a name for that too, but we'll get to that. So what we're going to do right now, we're each going to throw out a suggestion for a new book that we read slash listen to uh, uh, for next month. We're going to have the fans vote on it. So Squeaks, why don't you start us off? What book do you suggest? All right. I'm going with a book called Sandman by DC. And the reason why I'm going for this is not because this is just an audio or audible exclusive. That it's also when you listen to the trailer, there's so much sounds and uh and the cast. There's actually a cast for each character and a few people that are just being. Uh, I'm going to list is Kate Dennings is in it. Uh, I want to say this guy, but he's like my favorite actor right now. Taron Egerton, the guy What's who played uh, Elton, Elton John, and uh, Kingsman. Oh yeah, he's awesome. That's, oh my god, I love that kid. Uh, I don't know, he's not a kid, he's probably the same age, really. Uh, James McAv- McAvoy, how you say McAvoy? The, yeah, pretty James much, McAvoy. Uh, yeah, who plays uh, Xavier McAvoy, yeah yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And then we have Andy Serkis also. It's like, oh, he's oh awesome. my gosh, I cannot wait to click play on this. But this seems more than just somebody just reading a book. So I'm kind of excited, uh, a real quick of what it is. Basically, this guy, they call him Dream, but he's a Sandman, and uh, that's all I know about it. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know so, anything about it. Yeah, I haven't, and you haven't read... The Sandman comics, um, but yeah, they're they're legendary and like that. And this is supposed to be really good. It's also an audio drama, which is like the next level of audiobooks with sound effects and like that. Think of yeah, like in the yeah. old days when they used to have like, um, you know, the Superman show and stuff like that mm-hmm. on the old radios. It's basically a, a, a repurposing of that. Uh, okay, my suggestion for this one will be Understanding Comics: The Invisible Art by Scott McCloud. Uh, I've been meaning to read this one for a while. I'll go ahead and go over the quick description on Amazon, which owns Audible, so it's okay to do that. Praised throughout the cartoon industry by such luminaries as a bunch of people. Don't worry about that. Um, Understanding Comics is a seminal examination of comics art, its rich history, surprising technical components, and the major cultural significance. Explore the secret world between the panels, through the lines, uh, and within the hidden symbols of a powerful uh, but misunderstood art form. So basically, it teaches you how to read comics in a new way, understanding what paneling, the effect of paneling has on a person. it's basically going to let us examine comics in a better way. So we can review comics even better than we already do, uh, which is always great. So I think that's a really good one. That's mine. It's by Scott McLeod. Uh, Taguro, what is yours, man? What's Dan- Daniel, what's yours? All right. Mine is Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. It okay. is made by Ransom Riggs. That was the author. Yeah. And it's a fantasy mystery kind of book. And I do own the first book, and I believe there is five of them. And pretty much it's about a boy and his grandfather. And his grandfather was telling all these stories about these special kids 
and they're all stories and then his grandfather ends up getting murdered and he ends up finding out that all these stories were actually real life events and okay. you pretty much uh explore all that and meet these new characters which is pretty interesting i'm excited to actually okay. read it is that the first part of like a trilogy or is it just a standalone story no i think it's five it's five, five of them, them right yeah there's five of yeah. them yeah uh, those watching the stream, Daniel's audio is clicking in and out. That's that's normal. On his side, it sounds normal when we do the editing because everybody's recording their own audio. But through the stream, it does that clicking sound. That's that's typical for Daniel. Yeah. Uh, just a heads up on that, those watching the stream. Uh, okay. And uh, Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan's not able to come with us today, so he'll suggest next next month's book. So we'll put those books up for vote, and we'll see what you guys think. We'll let the fans vote on that, and then we'll listen to one of those. Uh, yeah, join us on Audible trial.com backslash geek freaks we're trying to make those little ads a little bit shorter because i know we've kind of been going heavy on the audible ads um but yeah i appreciate it okay so follow up from last week we found out there was a rumor on on reddit that the halos multiplayer is going to be free to play uh finally microsoft basically had to come out and confirm that they also announced that it'll support 120 frame uh rate uh frames per second sorry um they don't have a lot of details right now they were just basically confirming the rumors uh, what do you guys think about this free-to-play model? It's what we're seeing in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, do you think this is a good move? I think this is amazing for Microsoft because lately, ever since the last uh, the last uh, press conference they had, everything mm -hmm. has been solid with what they're saying. And they're really taking care of the people, uh, the gamers themselves that are going to purchase the product. Um, now, I don't know if this is going to be a uh, every game is free. In a way, if they could lead on to that, because then it's like, yeah. okay, what is the subscription for? Or like what you mentioned in the last podcast, are we just going to develop the Xbox ecosystem and create basically a Steam for the console? So if that's the case may be, then that's what, I mean, Steam is. We play games for free online. We just have to buy the game. Yeah. Um, and if that's what it is, man, and you know how we go back and forth with the Xbox and PlayStation all the time. But right now, I'm pretty more i'm excited more excited for what xbox is gonna bring if all you right, freaking right. so the rumors of the 200 dollars lock card i'm gonna bring it up i think we're debunked and now some people are saying 300 let's just say 300 let's throw it out there still that's still an cheap. amazing freaking price for yeah. an xbox series x and then i could get i mean i i even though playstation can bring these uh uh, uh party exclusives to them yeah spider-man ratchet and clank whatever if i could have the xbox ecosystem over that, that's something I might do. Because if I could go back and play old Xbox games like Hunter or Brute Force, like super old like that, then I'd rather much do that than, you know, miss out on one game. Yeah, I, I think the uh, that Lockhart thing, too, that's just kind of always lingering right now. And it was like, oh, it's not going to come out during this month's announcements, but then they kind of tease something for the next one. So hopefully we do hear some sort of announcement on that. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Daniel? Uh one, it is a great move, especially if you're looking at Call of Duty. Because, uh, like, Call of Duty, you don't even have to buy the game. You play Warzone. And I'm really, really hoping Halo is going to be at Battle Royale. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, it looks like, like it, yeah. Uh, really? Well, well, they had It'll said that... It'll have a that, Battle Royale mode. Well, they were saying that they're not really focusing on, on Battle Rifle, uh, Battle Royales. They're working on the guns or something. Like, pretty yeah, much yeah. hinting that they're not working on BR. But I'm really hoping for it. Because they could definitely get a lot of people playing it. Just because there's a lot of fans for Halo. And when they, they finally came out with Steam. Uh, Halo came out in Steam. Dude, so many people jumped 
to Halo. And I know a lot of pros are thinking about jumping yeah. into the pro scene for Halo again. Yeah. Yeah, it, it has a lot of support behind it. And yeah. then, yeah, the joke was we're focusing on a different BR, not Battle yeah. Royale, but Battle Rifle. Yeah, that's why I was like, <sighs> it was a dad a joke. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> like, you myself. better do it. <laughs> Squeaks has, it was a calendar of the day that has all dad jokes, right? Oh, Squeaks. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have it, it at work. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, maybe we do those in the stream. Uh, okay, so we have these free to play Battle Royales. Uh, you know, I haven't been a big fan of them. I like PUBG, where you actually buy the game itself. Fortnite's okay. Uh, Anthony, is there any <laughs> Anthony? Is there any of these free to play battle royales that you're playing? And do you think this is a good way to hook people into Halo? So uh, right now I'm not, but I think it's. Uh, I think having the free to play is going to increase your customer base, mm -hmm. and that's going to attract more people than it is to buy the game. Right? Um, having the free to play and the opportunity to try it out without spending the money, I think is going to a good move on Microsoft and what they're doing to bring more customers in and. Uh, grow it even more than it is now and you know what those customers turn into people that like us on overwatch if overwatch free we're still spending hella money on skins yeah yeah that's what call of duty is like i have multiple friends that don't act didn't actually go buy the game they're just playing warzone and they're buying skins which skins cost like 10 bucks a skin or like five yeah, bucks a yeah. skin so they're still making a big profit out of it and i mean it's, you know, a, it's a good well, move to get know. them in the door yeah I'll be I'm, like I said, I'm super excited for this and hopefully it is a BR. <laughs> uh, one thing that, that we need to address is the problem with crunch culture. It's something that was a real problem in like 2018, kind of became famous and stuff like that through Kotoko articles. Um, and uh, it's starting to be addressed. This is a good way to kind of address that instead of having to, hey, by November 2020, we need to make sure we come out with a new Halo. Uh, and then by, you know, December 2022, there needs to be another Halo. Get stepping. And, and people are working hard to do that. Instead, you could have a live service game like Halo Battle Royale or Halo Multiplayer Free-to-Play. And instead of all the pressure going in on making a complete $60, $70 game, you can now work on, okay, let's get the initial launch. Okay, let's add more DLCs, kind of like a Sea of Thieves kind of thing, where you're kind of adding things over time, and that spreads the workload over. So you're not stressing out the employees, uh, creating this crunch culture, which is a real problem for Activision and, and, and all these different companies, you know, uh, Red Dead Redemption famously had a problem with crunch culture. And so this kind of gives the ability to spread the workload over your, your employees workforce. I think it's a good move. Uh, next thing, let's go ahead and respond to uh, the Joe Rogan thing. Everybody's been kind of crazy over Twitter and social media and stuff like that. Um, I, I'm not necessarily a listener currently to Joe Rogan. I like him back in his old 90s stand-up day myself. Um, but Ch Cheddar, you're a big Ro uh, Rogan fan, right? Yeah, oh yeah, I listen to him, uh, you know, every every week when they come out. Yeah, does he does he is he a gamer at all? Does he play games himself quite often? Um, he does, um, but you know, based on his previous comments, it kind of it it depends, yeah. right? So I think we've all heard him play certain games, and I think you know Squeaks was just saying he's playing Quake and some of the things that he does, but um, there's a, a give and take on both sides. I see. Okay, so yeah, Joe Rogan on his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience, and it's the best podcast in the world until Geek Freaks surpasses him. Uh, he said, <laughs> video games are a real problem. You know why? Because you're because they're fucking fun. You do them, uh, they're real exciting, but you go nowhere. And then, so I ended up watching the full clip, and what he's basically trying to allude to, and he kind of uses this martial arts as a jiu-jitsu, he says, like, if you were to spend three years, you know, practicing jiu-jitsu, 
uh, in three years, you become a, a martial artist. You know, you're amazing and stuff like that. When three years in video games, you don't actually accelerate yourself. You don't, you know, better yourself in any way. Uh, so he says that it's a waste of time. What are your guys' thoughts on gaming being a waste of time? Uh, do you agree with Joe Rogan? Is there a gray or is it all black and white? Well, what do you think? Uh, so if you're if you're in the 1990s or even back, I agree. But mm -hmm. now the future is esports. So now technically, you can make a career out of it. You could be streaming. You could do tournaments. You can make a serious amount of money if you are actually good at it. So back then, yes, I would agree. Like they are a waste of time because you know they're fun. But you don't really get much out of it. You just beat the game and that's it. But now with like BRs, it's like tournaments, uh, got streaming. They're really not a waste of time at this point. So why is that not a waste of time? Because you like, that's what I'm. Well, like, it, it, do you feel like you're becoming a better person by playing gaming? It, does it make your life better playing being a gamer, even with all that stuff? Uh, oh, and yeah, no. And I, I th think we'll. I think it depends, right? I think we'll get some. Um, uh, I don't know, like hand-eye coordination and stuff. But that's at, at a certain age, you know, like a, a young age, you can kind of develop certain things, yeah. like fast reactions. But I think he's somewhat kind of right. But at the same time, like, okay, so Daniel said you could be a, a esports player, right? Right. Okay, so how often if I was going to be a, a martial artist, am I going to be fucking in martial arts and making money? Right. It's like so being a softball player some, versus being in the MLB, you know? Exactly. And I think some of it is it's uh, what we enjoy to do and we get, mm -hmm. get ourselves out of, you know, reality for a little while and have some fun. So if it's a fun thing, that's fine. That's just like martial arts. It's a fun thing. Yeah, you could develop skills of self-defense and whatnot, whatever. But if that's not your niche and you do martial arts for fun and we do video games for fun, then, you know, I mean, I can't see myself being an esports person. That's the same thing as me being like, hey, I play football. I'm going to go for the NFL. Like that yeah. chance is very little. Just like Worth a try. martial arts. You never know. Yeah. Now My 5'5 five five ass is not going to. Okay. Now it's a little too late. You got to start early. <laughs> Genetically, if I, this is the only way I could be famous. If I could make like so many threes in the NBA, my 5'5 five five <laughs> ass ain't going to be dunking over LeBron or anything. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. What do you think, Cheddar? Uh -huh. I know you've kind of slowed yeah, down on the no, game. I, yeah, so uh, I don't disagree with Joe Rogan. Yeah. I, I think there's some truth behind that. Definitely. But I think uh, you know I don't I don't play video games like like everybody else said to be top person. Um, to me, it's a stress relief, and it's a time to get away from what you're doing now. So uh, you, know, you work all day, family things you got to do, and and the video games are the opportunity to kind of escape that. Yeah. Um, same with martial arts. I mean, do I think they're a waste of time? Is it making you money? No, but neither is jujitsu. So right. um, I I don't disagree with them, but I think there's a, I think in the mental side of it, um, I, I think it does have positive sides of it. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree in the fact that he's not necessarily wrong. I think maybe he's simplifying it, but uh, is video game is is there a level of gaming that's a waste of time? Yes, and I participate in it. There's no doubt. Um, <laughs> you can play gaming games way too much. Yeah. Just look at my play history on World of Warcraft. World of uh, Warcraft. Right. Yeah. yeah oh, I, man, I, I did the backslash play. Hours. I don't even want to reveal it on the podcast. I'm embarrassed by it. But I did the backslash <laughs> no. play on my two mains on WoW. It was rough. Let's just say once we hit Shadowlands, uh, I'll be one year of that. actual playing. <laughs> That's it right there. Oh, it was shit. it was three hundred and like forty something days of actual oh, playing time. Oh man. man, I want to do that. I want to check that out. Man. Okay, crazy. you'll have to see. Yeah, it was <laughs> Legion messed me up, man. That was a lot of it right there. 
So yes, that was a waste of time. And I we joke around all the time. Like I always joke around, like, man, if I didn't play World of Warcraft and decided to pick up a guitar instead, I'd be Jimi Hendrix right now. Um, yeah. But the thing is, is it's not about where you're where you're going it's the destination right so while you're gaming you're communicating with friends you're building a community uh you're collecting these stories like if you're watching a netflix series it's really good so there's a lot more things to it than just like at the end i will be a better gamer i will be a better person it's about the process of doing that is joe rogan correct yes but there's a lot more to it than just being like at the end i will be faster at mario you know it's not but like then that. we're correct in our response i think he yes. thinks because he's a huge fan of the martial arts and we're a huge fan of gaming and right. i Makes think sense. our outcomes are exactly the same you're either going to be uh the best in the world to make some money or you're just going to use it as an escape to get out yeah, yeah. that's totally true amateur right. versus yeah. professional and it's like trying to go to college and thinking like yeah i'll take physics but i don't need it because i'm gonna eventually be in the nfl good luck yeah. with that you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah yeah so yeah that's a good point uh, okay, next up, guys, we always do this thing called the Better Oscars. Well, now we're going to take that on to the Emmys. We're going to do the Better Emmys. Uh, when the Emmys are announced, it's a bunch of categories that nobody cares about, like Best Actor and who cares. Um, and and then they also, it's not fair. So they have like, oh, Best Drama, we're going to have Watchmen compete against This Is Us. Well, those don't really, you know, equate very well. Uh, yeah. They're they're different, definitely different shows. I like them both, but whatever. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to come up, we're going to kind of workshop this right now on the podcast. We're going to have some new categories. I'll put out my first one, and then we'll have the fans vote on possibilities for those things, okay? So the first category I'm putting up is real easy. It's the most geek topic we could pick, probably. Best superhero series. Uh, we could have Watchmen go up against maybe Arrow and stuff like that. And yes, maybe one will blow out everybody else. In particular, Watchmen's really great. Um, but at least it's actually comparing it to shows that are somewhat similar to it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what do you guys think? Do you guys have any other categories you guys want to toss in on this? Let's try to get at least five categories. And the, we'll do the voting throughout the month, and then next month we'll have our uh, winners. And this will be 2020, right? Just 2020? So let's do 2019 to 2020. 2019, yeah. I think for the type of stuff we watch, we have to do a visual for sure, right? What do you mean, visual? Best visuals. In a, oh, a I see. Yeah, so movie. yeah, so like best CGI kind of thing like that? Yeah, Yeah. Some, yeah. Okay, best visuals. Do you have any that kind of come to your mind you want to throw up as a nom nomination now or later? Uh, I'm trying to think of something I just recently watched. Like, let me come, Yeah, let me come back to that. Yeah, I, I'm currently watching Umbrella Academy, and, and this it's too late for that to be a part of this. But, man, visually, there's one scene yeah. right now where yeah. uh, Vanya like moves a bunch of water with her abilities, and it's just like, man, that looks great. They did a really good job with the, the budget on this one. Uh, Mandalorian's visuals it uses stagecraft that I keep preaching yeah, how great Mandalorian true. is. Yeah, yeah. Best visuals, definitely Mandalorian deserves to be on there. Uh, so stuff like that. That's a really good one. Anybody else got another one? Uh, best sci-fi series. Best sci-fi series. I like that. Uh, okay, any ideas on this one? Because we got Picard that, that launched this year. Picard, so that's a kind of a good one to jump in there. Um, Mandalorian, Stranger Things, I would say sci-fi, right? Or yes. no? Yeah, I would say I consider, I consider it. Yeah, science fiction. Uh, yeah. Lost in Space. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, Lost in Space just got announced that they're canceling it after the third season. So uh, the next season we have of Lost in Space is the final one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep them. Which is a good series. I'm surprised it's... Anyway. Well, the second series uh, is kind of disappointing, honestly. That first one was really good. <laughs> Let's go with they that, yeah. Beat. What about just a, like a storyline then? No? Best story? Best story arc. Yeah, okay. That would be a good one. Okay, so do we have any ideas? I'm going to use Watchmen for this one. 
well, uh, just as an example, why you guys kind of think of some, uh, the storyline of uh, Hooded Justice. To me, it was the best part of, of Watchmen, and it was about just maybe two episodes deep of what it is. Other than that, it's not actually part of it, but that's a really good one. Best story arc. I'm trying to think of some shows I watched, and uh, is is that second season of Fleabag old? How old is that? Because I know you recommend it's pretty it. new, but I really liked it. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I did really too. Good. So I was like, oh man, um, I would like to throw feedback Fleabag out there just for the fact that uh, I, I mean, if it wasn't for you, I would have known about it. So who, who knows how many people that are like that um, yeah. recommending Fleabag at all? Talk about Emmys. That thing's nominated for a ton of them. <laughs> is it really? Oh yeah, it's it's a oh, real wow. big show. That's yeah, she's awesome. been on SNL and everything like that because of it. Yeah. That's I love. Like, where's the third season at? <laughs> I it, well, you know, COVID, but <laughs> it's on the uh, way. Yeah, I guess so. Um, just a real small side thing. I love the fox like subplot in the second season. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fox shows up. You're like, what? I know. Uh, what is this? I'm just. Getting, I'm getting goosebumps already talking about it because I keep thinking about the priest. Like, what are you doing? Like when he's talking and when she's talking to someone. Oh, I know. Where's your mind? When he first does that, I know we're getting off topic, but when he first does yeah. that, I was like, holy shit, is this just a joke? Or is this for real? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Dude, it changes Gosh. everything. It's crazy. Oh, man. That show's so good. All right, anyway, watch Fleabag. <laughs> yeah, please watch Fleabag. It's really good. It's got our endorsement. Okay, uh, Okay. so let me throw out another one here. Most bingeable. So something that you have to like, mm. that came out, that's like, okay, this weekend I'm watching all of these. Stranger Things season three, definitely on the list. Stuff like that. Like, these are must-watches. And uh, Just straight anime, animated Ooh. series? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's do best anime as well. I like that idea. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do... yeah, we'll have to look back at the years, but, um, okay. Yeah. You want to keep them separate then? So like Japanese anime and then Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animation? Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. So let's do, yeah, yeah let's do best animation, not. best anime. Animation. Like I'm going to throw up a uh, Transformers, uh, War on Cybertron that just came out on Netflix. Oh, okay. Transformers. Yeah, okay. Good. I never would have thought to even look at that. Yeah, I'm uh, like four episodes in, three episodes. Best anime is basically going to be Tagoro's <laughs> category. We're going to be leaning on you pretty heavy, uh, heavy uh, Daniel, to figure out what's yeah, in that I one. Yeah, I got to look up the years <laughs> on those ones. I know. Like maybe right maybe we'll have to change it to like best new animes or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one. All right. Uh, any more categories, guys, before we move on? Uh, let's see. Can we name a bunch of mystery movies or no? Like best? No, no, no movies. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Not movies. Uh, series. Series. What kind of? Yeah. What, give me an example of one that you're you're excited about. Uh, oh God, I'm only saying that because of that unsolved mysteries. But I hate that documentary. Oh, what about best documentary? Best documentary. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Tiger King's considered under that. So. Oh uh, shit! Then it's already over. Then. I don't know. Best. Best. Uh, I'll best do the last dance then. Fight with the Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, I haven't I seen that yet, but I hear really good it's things. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Is there a fucking Carol in it, though? Because that kind of made my life. Is uh, being able to blame everything in my life on Carol. You could blame the, uh, uh, I don't know, the GM for the Bulls. You could be your Carol. There so you go. Kind of a... <laughs> All right, last last round, guys. Any other last ones? Five. You need, what about best action scene? Be- fight best scene? fight oh, scene? Okay, okay yeah. Okay. Or best okay. action scene? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, that's it. All right, so we got some good one there, guys. Uh, we'll set these up, and we'll kind of get some nominations for these. Uh, best yeah. superhero show, best visuals, best sci-fi, uh, best story arc, most bingeable, best anime, best animation, uh, best documentary, and best fight scene. I like that. It's perfect. Look for those on our social media, guys, especially Twitter. Uh, we'll be pushing them forward and getting some uh, some votes on that. That'd be really good. All right. We're going to be talking next about the Universal and AMC agreement. So we've talked about this in the past. Uh, during COVID, 
Universal decided to release Trolls 2 World Tour early and onto home uh, theaters. They made over $300 million. They actually did better than the first Trolls movie. It was a real big success. After that, Universal says, hey, you know what, guys? We're not going to be exclusive to theaters anymore. Every time a new Universal movie comes out, it's going to be able to go on theaters and to your home on the same day. AMC, and then eventually a few other uh, theaters joined them in their cause, said, no, this breaks the whole idea of what movies are. We're too valuable. And I know myself, I was pretty firmly on Universal side saying that, like, it's not Universal's job to prop up your industry. If you guys can't keep your doors open, that's your own fault. Um, just because I, I personally, I feel, I feel like we have too many theaters. I know in my town alone, there's there's three of them. And then if I were to go like seven miles more, there adds two more. So uh, I think we have too many theaters. The comic book industry, we try to support them because there's literally like one comic book shop in Elk Grove and one in Sacramento kind of thing. Uh, so anyways, now we're at the point where there's this deal. The According to the deadline, there's going to be a 17-day window. And uh, that's a minimum window. So say a movie comes out, uh, it'll release. If it's a small budget kind of whatever movie, after 17 days, you guys can pick it up at your house. You can rent it on uh, DirecTV or whatever you want to do. Uh, for the bigger movies, say it's something like along the lines of a Marvel movie, those can be uh, stretched out. I know Universal doesn't have Mar Marvel, but you know what I'm saying. So those could be like three months. The old deal was three months. Do you guys think 17 days is enough time in theaters? Uh, depends what the movie is. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, say, if you have your blockbuster as, like, I don't know, like, a, I know Universal does a lot with WB, but um, I'm trying to think of something. Let's just say a Harry Potter movie. Right. It's like for me because I love Harry Potter. I got to see it right away on day one. Right. But I'm kind of now leaning on the side. It would be amazing to get that movie, you know, Thursday at like uh, 11 o'clock at night. We stay up and have a little party at the house and watch the movie all together. Um, more comfortable. Yeah. I don't have to worry about, you know, I'm obviously spending less money for the for the rental. Yeah. And I'm spending less money because I don't have to buy their popcorn or anything. Mm -hmm. Um. But it does make for times where, you know, if a Marvel movie does come out, it would be nice to see it on the big screen. Also, with a couple friends that may go out. And so, um, it's kind of nice that they came to, like, a 50-50 deal, in a way. Um, but I'm kind of on the side of Universal, man. If I could get these movies at the comfort of my home, I'm all about that. Yeah, and they're making the same money on this last one that they tested it with. They're making the same money either way. And one thing they didn't address is the split. So... Uh, when it's released in a theater, there's a 50-50 split over the sale of the ticket. But when it's released on demand, it's an 80-20 split. So Universal gets a way bigger split when they release it at home, too. So even if there's less people watching it, they get more money per sale. They're and, literally and, doing this just for the movie theater to keep up. The, it's to like keep the industry saying. open. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think they're trying the to help. benefit that like, the movie theater... Yeah. yeah. The, real quick, the benefit that the movie theater is claiming is that releasing theaters creates hype for the film and makes people want to see it more. Than if you were just to release it at home, that's their big thing. I, to me, I think that could be. I think social media replaces that right away. Yeah. So I don't necessarily believe that that's creating enough hype. Daniel, you wanted to say something. How much are you having to pay to watch these shows? Because you said it the was trolls. The trolls one, I believe, was twenty dollars, and yeah. you had it for yeah. two days. Oh, okay. That's actually that's not a bad idea. That's very reasonable for the yeah. purchaser. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, for me, and yeah, like, I think it depends, you bring a spouse yeah. or a friend or whatever you pay for them, that's more than the $20. And then I still have to yeah. buy popcorn and shit because I always have to buy popcorn. So come on now. <laughs> no, you don't, Squeaky. <laughs> yes, I do. You fucking buy popcorn at a yeah. movie theater. That's the And then the problem with movie theaters, too, if you, if you have kids, 
they're gonna want to play the little arcade, waste more money there, and then you're gonna there be you like, go. yeah, <laughs> no, guy, leave leave them at home. <laughs> I'm over, I'm over there. Always so I think it depends. Yeah, you know, I, as a as a customer, you know, yeah, I think they have 17 days is too long. You know, I want to see the movie, and uh, I'd rather with everything going on these days, I'd rather just do it at home. So post pandemic, uh, when there's no with issue with that, do you still think the 17 days is good or no? I still think it's too long as a customer. Yeah. Right. So as a customer that wants to go watch it, it's too long because you know I want to I want to see the movie and I'd rather do it at the comforts of my home. Yeah. You know, especially if you got you know a family and and uh, have to round up the whole gang. Yeah. But as a business, you know I, I can see why. Right. Keep the movie industry going, but at the same time I think the movie industry is dead. So yeah. Uh, they got to do something to kind of find the. I see why Universal is finding that fifty fifty point because um, I I don't see them coming back or movie theaters coming back at all i can see a future that's similar to how how comic book stores work where personally for myself i don't go out every week and buy all the comic books i read i go out and buy the ones that are like oh it's the first one or it's uh, uh it's the 300th issue of spawn or something big or neat or like <laughs> perked right up over this week <laughs> something like that but then like at home i have you know marvel unlimited and stuff like that that i could kind of keep up on yeah. just the normal storylines Something like that seems like a fair compromise to where like, oh, hey, it's Black Widow and I've been waiting for Black Widow. Let me watch that in theaters. But maybe I want to watch The Post by Tom Hanks. I'll just watch that at home. You know, something like that. And I'm willing to pay for that for yeah. comfort of being at home. Something like that. Especially if it'll be, uh, end up being cheaper for you anyway. Instead of going yeah, they might have more sales from doing that too. If you have like, especially if you have kids. Yeah. I don't have kids. I have dogs. They're just as expensive. But <laughs> the, uh, with, when you have kids, uh, they want to see everything that comes out, right? Scooby-Doo. And then you want to yeah. go see this one and Trolls and stuff. So I think it's easier for you guys to spend the $20 at home. You're going to spend more. You're going to buy it more times than if you were to go to the theaters every single time a new animated movie comes out. And then when you just brought up the kids right there, how many times are parents going to say don't have the opportunity to go out to watch the movie? So then they just end up waiting for it to come out, you know, to stream at home. So, yeah. yeah, you could be making your money right away. Yeah. Uh, so me and Jonathan were talking yesterday. It was his birthday, so happy birthday, Jonathan. Um, now, what about next weekend? What do you guys think about? I know it's for Anthony. It's not quite the same. Going to the drive-in theaters here in West Sac. So down. <laughs> we get we get some. John's thinking maybe barbecue. I'm thinking about picking up a couple pizzas. We go out there. We socially distance and we watch the movies at the drive-ins. And they have they've been doing some double headers of like classics of like oh TMNT one and two and. Mm. Um, oh, hey, we have uh, Marvel, we have uh, Avengers Infinity War and Ed Game. So they're all doing these double headers and they're um, some of the classics. That's badass. Hey, who do I get to sit in the back seat with? Well, you know, if you, if you make the flight, then <laughs> yeah. I'll make some room in that back seat for you. We'll see how it goes. Hey, can, I, can you FaceTime me? I can watch it from Texas. Hey, yeah, I'm sure that's not illegal. <laughs> what do you think, Dan? Are you on board with this? We'll just live stream it. Uh, I can't. Oh, there we go. You can't? Oh, no, nah, I can't. I uh, I work. The the first showing starts at eight forty five at night. Yeah, uh, see, I I work and the so it starts look, at eight forty five. Show will probably end I'm by up excuses, eleven uh, right now. I get home forty five minutes, uh, so I probably won't go to bed till like twelve thirty. Forty five minutes. You live in the same city as your job. <laughs> no, I'm talking about uh, from the yeah, movie from the theater. Theaters. That one's like oh, okay, forty five okay, minutes okay, okay, for me. Okay. So. Hey, you got that time down? Oh yet. yeah, so yeah. it's like yeah, dude, uh, I can't really. Yes, there right now. To... You're you are my fucking map quest. I'm just gonna call you, <laughs> Daniel. I need to get to the nearest uh, Walmart. How long is that gonna take? <laughs> From you, uh, fourteen minutes. minutes. 
All I'm right, so, so down for that. Though. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. let's let's plan that out. So we'll do we'll take some pictures for the podcast too. We'll be socially distanced and stuff like that. We'll find some good movies to watch and kind of just tweet about it or something like that. But it'd be nice because I kind of just miss the going out feature. But I we are very strict about staying safe. That's why we're all recording at home right now. Uh, and again, and stuff like that. So we're still gonna be super safe. We're just gonna be going to drive-ins. It's you know, it's a booming business all of a sudden. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a prequel series coming to Netflix for The Witcher. This is going to be called The Witcher Blood Origins. Cool name. It's going to be a limited uh, prequel series, so it's going to be like six episodes and that's it. Uh, it will explore the society, the elven society that came beforehand and the very first Witcher. It's 1,200 years ago. Uh, this is going to have the same writer, Declan De Barra, and he's going to be a showrunner and executive producer for the new one alongside Lauren Schmidt. So this is a uh, quote he had said. As a, lo- a lifelong fan of fantasy, I am beyond excited to tell the story of The Witcher Blood Origins. A question has been burning in my mind ever since I first read The Witcher books, which, good on you, man. I couldn't get through those. Uh, what was the elven world really like before the cataclysmic arrival of the humans? Uh, I've always been fascinated by the rise and fall of civilizations, how science discovering culture flourished right before that fall. So that's from the guy that's going to be running the show. I thought this was pretty interesting. A, a prequel to something, I think, because, like, again, I'm not a reader of the books. I, I really don't even care for the games. I just really like the Netflix series. This is a good way to kind of tell the story more. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Should there be more prequel series to shows like this? Uh, I guess it depends how far they want to expand it. I thought this was going to be a prequel because a lot of the Witcher series itself was kind of referencing back, which was somewhat annoying, but okay, we get the story, but it's kind of like some points how sometimes in watching that series, I just want to like, okay, let's go keep going forward, you know? Yeah. Um, so to go way back to kind of what he's saying here, um, I, I mean, it's just depends if you want to expand the world and if we care about it, you know, like, are we going to be upset that girl Gerald is not in it? Yeah. Um, Because I'm assuming with this quote, he's not going to be in it. So it's like, okay, right. It's 12, it's 1200 years before. Yeah. So So. I can't see. It depends if the people do care about it and if they are going to be upset when they watch him, like, Oh, well we, we love Henry Cowell because he's this fucking beast at everything he does. Just looking at me on through the screen, you know, I want more Henry on everything. So when he uh, built that PC, I was like, what a badass! (laughs) that thing cost on his shirtless. (laughs) <laughs> Somebody actually priced all the parts and right. Priced I don't all the parts. That. It was over five thousand dollars. Do you do you believe that? Do you believe? Yeah, that? I do. Well, because yeah, Henry- he bought the monitors. They were including monitors and all that other stuff too. Yeah. So it was a good oh, yeah. rig. I wish I had the money to make a five thousand dollar PC. And plus, he got a TI. That one alone is just a thousand two hundred for a TI. Yeah. 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 Mine was eight hundred. Uh, is there is there any series out there you guys could think of that you'd want a prequel for? So I'm going to give an example. Uh, I want an Elder Scrolls series. And I think Elder Scrolls has this really beautiful world with multiple different races and stuff like that's really cool. But I would like a prequel to that. When you're playing Elder Scrolls and you're going through like these caves and ruins, there's there's like some technology that would be like little spider bots. And stuff like that. They're like little robotic things made of gold that are from this dwarf, uh, dwarven uh, society that doesn't exist anymore. I would love to explore the collapse of that society, which is kind of like what he's saying with the Elven one. But with Elder Scrolls, it's such a huge world. It's so big. And yet these these technology is throughout everything. So it it spans bigger than Skyrim and, and everything like that. Uh, I would like to see that society, how big it could have been and what brought it down. Uh, would you guys have any other examples of a show that you'd want a prequel series for? Yeah. So I'm thinking of a show that already is a show and then you do a prequel for it, you know? Yeah. Um, if... 
I don't know. I kind of got my thing right now, and I mean, they've done it multiple times. So I'm kind of excited for the Transformers anime, and I already brought that right. up before, but it's kind of nice to actually see it uh, now. But can we get a. Um, I know we're on a. We talked. We brought up Stranger Things multiple times. Can we see how the a- aliens. The more science to that, you know? Which I kind of thought what was going to happen with Walking Dead, the fear of the Walking Dead. Right. Um, I thought we were going to see um, the way it started and everything. And I know on uh, Stranger Things, we kind of, with the lab and they go under, and I, I want to be more in that world if we're going to do it. I see what you're know? saying. Actually go into like the daily, like, so maybe you have like a cast that is scientists that are like living in that town and then they're, yeah. they just discover this, hey, there's another world that we can kind of tap into and the process of tapping into that world. And then maybe the finale but, is, yeah, oh shit, monster. Yeah, basically give me uh, the series Chernobyl, but with the Stranger Things world. Ooh, boy, yeah. you just pitched it right there. Uh, right Damn, there. you just yeah. pitched it right yeah. there. Yeah. I love Chernobyl. <laughs> That's, That's a so weird good. sentence, but I do love the show Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, shoot. <laughs> so uh, anybody else got any prequel series ideas? That's a good one, though, Squeaks. Well, one, I have an idea. Um, they've already done it, but I kind of wish that it was more. It's from a game, uh, Halo. Because I felt like, remember how they yeah. made Breach? Yeah, that the prequel, right. and that game was amazing. Oh, I was kind of hoping check. they would do another one. Yeah, like uh, but an actual series because I know they made like a live action series, but I don't think that thing really hit. I'm talking about hard or anything. I don't really game, see though. it that popular. Yeah, but if we change, are we talking like to turning into a series, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. like because we were on the topic of Witcher, it'd be kind of neat to see uh halo on the big screen you know well, our big screens at home yeah no. yeah i think that'd be a good idea uh because they're working on the halo series i think it's spielberg's involved in stuff like that too um really? yeah yeah the, the, you know it's one of those things that's been delayed on. it's a cyberpunk situation so who knows um but yeah. <laughs> exactly squeaks <laughs> uh so it's it's in progress but i'm down for that i think it's a good idea it's really good yeah one. yeah so we have a new series coming to netflix it's a splinter cell oh. anime are you Can okay? I bring something up? Yes. Can I bring something up? Because this is the thing you recommended. Wonder if we get a Shit's Creek prequel when they <gasps> were rich. Mm. Oh, I like that idea. I want to see how like disconnected they were and how yeah. the dad was going through these feelings of I just want my family together, especially with the Christmas scene where he's kind of like, oh, I just want my kids to be here. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's Creek is so Chill. good, man. You guys gotta check out so Shit's Creek. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. So. Uh, uh, we're going to be moving into this Splinter Cell anime series. And, and while we're doing this, also start thinking of video games you guys want made into a TV series. We kind of tap, tapped into that with the Halo and stuff like that. Um, but this is going to be the first new thing from Sam Fisher in seven years since 2013 Splinter Cell Blacklist. And people are anxious to see him go back to action. Uh, the series is welcome news, except for people online were kind of upset because they were like, well, yeah, but where's my, where's my new Splinter Cell game? Uh, but anyway, so this is going to be run by Derek Kolstad. Uh, he's the one that did John uh, the John Wick series, and he's working on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Netflix has already ordered two seasons. They're going to be 16 episodes in total, so we've got two eight-season eight ones. This is going to be done anime style, so I'm assuming it's going to be kind of like that Castlevania, which is amazing. Uh, yeah, that'd be really cool. This is a Ubisoft project, obviously, and they also announced they're working on a uh, Beyond Good and Evil series. So we might be getting a few Ubisoft games coming to, which Netflix really, or uh, Assassin's Creed really deserves a good series. Is there any other video games you guys want to see come to a series? First, is this going to be on? Okay, yeah, Netflix. So for Netflix. sure, we'll obviously, uh, with the reputation of Castlevania, it should be really good. 
Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw The Order 1886 out there. It's a game I super love that was on the PS4. And that yes. world, even though that game kind of sucks because uh, the gameplay is very limited. It's more a lot of cutscenes and stuff, unfortunately. But that world is amazing. Like steampunk London with vampires and yeah. werewolves. Oh, my God. Have you watched The Order on Netflix? No, I I, uh, I think I tried an episode and I can't really. I from my know. understanding, Maybe it's I'll try like it again. softly based on that. It's like real. Really? Yeah, okay. it's supposed to be like the same everything, but it's not actually that. But I do like the idea of like the mm-hmm. gaslight version, like or the gas lamp version where it's that uh, Victorian England and stuff like that. And I do like that. The uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen style of doing things. I like that idea. Uh, Cheddar, what do you think, man? Is there any video game that you'd like to see a TV series for? What about a Skyrim or like Bioshock? Ooh, oh, Bioshock. Damn, Bioshock that game is nice. so good. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because then each season you can kind of change up the world too and be like, oh, it's an ultimate world or whatever, you know? And that's a good I, idea. I don't know why they don't make another one. Speaking of Bioshock, it's like your world they is are. infinite by the ending of three. Like you can do right. whatever the fuck you want in that series. And I still have nothing. So why not make a series? I think it was yeah. 2K that owns that one. But they, yeah. they ended up creating a new development studio that's now working on Bioshock. So that is underway. Oh. Yeah. Right. Uh. Daniel, you got any ideas, man? Any video games you want to see come to the to the little screen? Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Um, Red Dead Redemption, uh, Halo, yes. and uh, Metal Gear. Solid. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption's perfect. Of course, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Now, Metal Gear Solid is kind of this like wild and crazy storyline. What kind yeah. of animate? Would you want animated? Would you want? Uh, what do we? What would you want? A live action? What do you think on that one? I'm down for an animated one that actually puts everything together. So yeah. we're just not confused on how the story is supposed to be told. Because uh, everyone was supposed to be the last one. And then you come to find out it's not. And then, yeah. So it would be cool to have a animated, animated version. And you have more freedom, yeah. too, with it. Because yeah. of how crazy it is. I would have added The Last of Us, but they're already working on that. That, yeah. that one was going to be a good one once it comes yeah. out. That's some good ones. Though. That's some good choices there. That's some solid ones. All right, so we'll start right until all the big, big uh, video game companies <laughs> get them underway. Uh, all right, next up we got G4 TVs coming back. Of course, I think we all watched this back in the day. It was a uh, television show ran by, Ca- or, I'm sorry, a channel ran by Comcast. It was basically all video game stuff. So they had Attack of the Show, X Play. They used to have the show that would just show video game cinematics and trailers, and I would just sit there and watch that. It was really good. Um, but a couple about a week ago. Uh, the three G4 Twitter accounts. So the main G4 account, uh, Attack of the Show, and Xplay all tweeted out, we never stop playing, revealing that they're coming back in 2021. The relaunch of G4 is being handled by Comcast uh, Sports and Esports division called Comcast Spectacore, uh, according to Variety. So Spectacore being in charge of this thing, I have a feeling, a sneaking feeling on this one, that it's going to be a new uh, esports-focused channel. Kind of like how ESPN every so often does like the the League of Legends stuff, uh, and uh, we got the latest geek freaks coming in here. <laughs> what do you guys think about G four coming back? What are, what are your ideas on how this is going to turn out? I don't care. I don't give a shit, and it better be a streaming service. Honestly, I'm excited <laughs> <What>? for it. <laughs> I I used to watch G four every single day when it would yeah, come same. on. I was super excited. I'm hoping, even if they make a streaming show, uh, make a streaming thing. I'm hoping they get Kevin Polari and then the Olivia original Munn. crew, yeah. And then Olivia, Olivia Munn, Munn is not coming back. There's no way. You're, she's, you're not gonna so? get she's not doing Underwood anything also. right now. 
Yeah, but she can do whatever she wants. Like, she's a, a relatively big star still. Yeah, but it would be so awesome if they, uh, the original cast came back. <sighs> yeah, maybe she'll do, like, guest they, appearances. They need to come out strong, though. If they don't come out strong, I don't think it's going to yeah. last. I mean, yeah. there's so many streaming services and things we have. Uh, why why g4 right? maybe they can pick so. up a couple big streamers actually not not necessarily ninja but like shroud or something like that to come on and be hosts that would be a good way to get like a huge geek, geek freaks i look i'm not gonna <laughs> lie guys as soon as they announced that i was on the website looking to where we could apply like i'm sure g4 needs a, a podcast uh we could just tweak the name a little bit and make it work yeah. you know geek fours i don't know we'll figure it out Ooh. but um <laughs> i love watching squeaks yeah. reaction to things <laughs> they uh they need to come out if you're talking about coming out strong come out strong with the esports if i could have one yes. streaming okay first we're assuming i'm gonna assume that this has to be a streaming thing because i mean who gives a shit about no it's, it's gonna be nowadays? coming on cable as well yeah okay yeah. uh as long as that's what i'm saying like i don't i mean there's a lot of us that don't have cable because what's the point anymore right exactly so let's just say g4 streaming tab whatever if I could have one central location that I could watch any eSport at a whatever time, and it's just that one spot, then I think that's a selling point for sure. Yeah, Kind of like the NFL ticket, the NBA pass, right? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so okay, even if it's on, okay, like the NFL, where it's multiple eSports at one yeah. time, you just click on which one you want to watch. I, right, I personally cool. think it's important oh, yeah. that it's on cable because we have to have a way to bring it to the masses, like the mainstream folks, because, of course, group, people like us can watch everything on Twitch. We all watch follow ESL and stuff like that. We can watch everything. But when we put it on a cable channel like ESPN, then it becomes like more of a real thing where we have like, oh, hey, this is a set schedule. It's not like you have to yeah. look on uh, right. San Francisco Shock's site to see when they're going to be playing next, Houston or something. Uh, no, you could actually go... And just look at the, the the TV guide, the programming, you know, and like, oh yeah, I'm gonna record that or whatever. It kind of makes it more mainstream. It brings the not old folks, but maybe like the less gamer savvies, uh, into the world. That's how we're gonna get this thing into the next level. We need that. So sure. I'm hoping G4 embraces the the esports. Um, if not, awesome then sport. what do you care for them to talk about? Uh, yeah, they would basically be doing because... what we do. <laughs> just yeah, talk about the latest I mean, thing. Yeah, so then you could just watch IGN because IGN has a cable channel. That's yeah, but well, Attack of the Show. We don't say IGN things, on this but... podcast. I don't know if you know oh, that or not. Sorry. They are direct sorry. competitors. We are real close to overtaking them. And so. they're <laughs> then they're trash. Also, yeah. God. Well, they they could talk um, about like gaming, like gaming stuff like keyboard stuff like that too. Give us yeah, uh, trailers of upcoming games like they used to like. They they could do a lot, and then they could do the esports thing with X Play or whatever. Like they have a lot of potential, and I'm hoping it works out because I miss G4. That was awesome. I when I was younger, I loved G4. Only yeah. watch that. <laughs> I think Eli agrees with you too. He's all excited yeah. about it. I think we have to point out his Star Wars outfit. I don't know if you guys can see it. <laughs> what is is it? Just want to point point. Oh, okay. uh, as long as point there's some Tie Fighters in it, I don't want to see too many X Wings. Yeah. time to to pass them over there you go Uh, okay we have a couple more things here so we have the Marvel's Avengers game coming up Uh, can't wait for this game we found out (sighs) what the beta schedule is going to be and the first DLC character so here's the the beta schedule if you guys want to get your hands on this it's going to be weekend open betas the first one is August 7th if you have PlayStation and you pre-order through the PlayStation August 7th, they're going to get your hands on this game. Let us know how it is. Are you, do you guys have a pre-order through PlayStation? You PlayStation owners? No, I'm going to pre-order through Steam. Steam? Okay, yeah, yeah same. Yeah. All right, so uh, for us, then, it's going to be August 14th is our first open beta. Uh, and you can start the preload the day before, so on the 13th for that one. And then the second open beta will be August 21st, where everybody can play that one. Uh, 
I can't wait to get my hands on this. We're going to stream it as soon as we can. Yeah. The first post-launch character is going to be Hawkeye, and they're showing you know a couple of his moves. You know, he's, he's Hawkeye. He does his Hawkeye things. He's going to receive two character stories. We're going to have some new villains, new game modes, and, of course, unlockable skins. This is great. I cannot wait for this game. Uh, you guys hyped for the new Marvel's Avengers? Super hyped. Oh, my gosh. I like how we're expanding the Marvel... Uh gaming universe because okay yeah. we get ultimate alliance but over and other than that what do we get so at first i was a little iffy seeing this one because of how uh how they look overall but i right, think right, yeah. i don't know what's this more mature phase of video game marvel that we're getting i don't know if i said all that right, right but I'm yeah kind of like kind of yeah um so i like that and then with uh because i play a lot of ultimate alliance 3 so it's kind of nice to get a, a different spin on the marvel universe uh f- um this Hawkeye is is badass, and I love that he, he has does, a shaved head. Yeah, yeah. Then I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, if they could keep making uh, like these post video game DLCs, or whatever, with more characters and more villains, like that's just because we're getting just a story game, basically. Right. So if they just keep doing things like that to keep me more interested, this is a game I think. Hopefully, if uh, very well done, I'm gonna probably play this game multiple times for sure. I think so. I think it will be yeah. as well. Square Enix, I trust Square Enix. And they're the ones running the show over on this one. Uh, so that looks really cool. Uh, is like, there any characters in particular? Go ahead. Dang, I didn't know up? Square Enix is actually making it. Yeah, yeah it's their game. Yeah, oh, yeah. shoot. Okay. Now Daniel cares. Now oh, Daniel wants. Look at him. Oh, look at him. Look at that hype building up over there. Oh, he's pre right rubbing that chin like a meme. Look at him. He's all freaking hyped <laughs> over there. Oh, man. He's like, oh, as long as uh, Cloud's in it, I'll buy it. <laughs> Cloud will probably it's be a skin. It's all about Titus. It's all about Titus. Okay, uh, Cheddar, we're going to start with you, man. If you could add another Marvel character to this lineup, what, what's the next DLC you want? Can I get Goose the Cat? Goose the Cat? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. Howard the, the Duck? From Miss Marvel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, what, about, what about Daredevil? Daredevil would be awesome, yeah. And then you have something to do with these like, uh, extra senses would be neat. I think Maybe Punisher. Cool. I'm going to throw one out there, Punisher. We need a shooting guy with some what? guns. A guy know? with guns, yeah. Well, What's we don't have anyone in that right now because, yeah, and there's no one in the cast right now that's yeah. like that. So that'll open up a Black whole other gameplay. Black, yeah. Yeah. Just put in Deadpool. Give it a Punisher. I w- I'd rather have Deadpool than Punisher myself. Fuck that. Because yeah. then you have yeah, the yeah, healing factor. What the? So? Yeah. What's the <laughs> uh, I like the Punisher. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Daniel, Dan, you got any ideas, man? What do you think? Uh, my two would be uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. Wolverine's always good. Yeah, and another vote for Deadpool. Those are both awesome picks. Both healing factors. That's good. Mine's Doctor Doom. Uh, I want more Doctor Doom, and I think oh, he's awesome. Oh, God. At least you said that, man. I fucking love Doctor Doom. Oh, he's I'm fantastic. Reading his, I'm reading his comics right now. He needs to be the next villain in the Marvel Universe. The I big he, one. Yeah, I think he should be the next Thanos. A hundred percent and more than just two movies or three movies of Van Thanos popping up. Yeah. That is the next big villain it needs to you be. You know what? You're right. Not Thanos. He needs to be the new Loki. Where he's the villain on the first one, okay, and then he's kind of okay. a thorn on the yeah. side for the rest. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I love, I like that. dude. Doctor Doom needs way more prep or rep. He's so awesome. He's yeah. really good. Cool. I'm reading his comics right now, and it's like, okay, he goes and visits hell because he dies, but then he comes back up. What the fuck can you ask more from a villain? You know? Yeah, like holy shit, he's this guy literally a leader of a nation. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. No other villain is that. He's actually like a president. You know, so it's pretty. Good. I just can't wait until Marvel does something with that franchise. How many comics are? What comic are you in? How far do they have they made the Doctor Dooms? Oh, gosh. So I know they're doing the new Fantastic Fours and stuff like that right now. And they're doing Empire, which I need to finish up on or catch up on. I'll let you know, right? right. While he's doing now. the typing, quickly. Okay, moving on. Uh, 
so we have this new system coming up called the Analog Pocket. Analog is a small company that makes these little uh, attachable stuff, you know, little devices. Uh, but this Analog Pocket is going to be, it looks just like a Game Boy Color, but like, you know, better. Uh, it, it's able to play all Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance cartridges. Uh, with adapters, it could also play Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket, and Atari Lynx, uh, and some more coming up. Uh, it plays retro games, but it has a 3.5-inch LCD screen that has a 1600 by 1400 resolution, so that's 10 times more powerful than the Game Boys. Um, and it has acrylic glass, so you guys got the smartphones and stuff like that. Uh, what do you guys think about a system that can play old-school games like this? It, it's, it kind of feels I'm like excited. it's kind of cheating because it's straight up playing the Game Boys cartridges, but it's a must-own in my opinion. What do you think, Daniel? Yeah, definitely. I'm super excited to play those old games. Uh, yeah. Uh, when when did they say it was? Pre-orders start this month. Actually, on the eighth, I think of this month. On the eighth, and of then, this month? yeah, and then it's coming out next year. Ooh, so. okay. Yeah, it's I'm not cheap. Excited. It's gonna be two hundred bucks. Ah, yeah. still, I I can still buy it. The yeah. yeah. Hey, I still got some of my Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, it's funny because after seeing this, I was like, I think yeah. I gotta go to the GameStop and kind of like <laughs> snipe them while they're cheap. Yeah, you know? get some of these games. Um, I really like the idea of this. It kind of reminds me of like the there's this like a Famicom ripoff where you could plug in Sega Genesis games and Super Nintendo games and stuff like that and play those. And uh, it just lets you play some of the retro games that you love. Uh, some of the other things you could do with this thing is you could you can make music with it. It has a little synthesizer and sequencer on it, and then you could plug that into your PC to actually like make full songs. Uh, but will it last? Will it last? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good point there. Yeah. They, they come it's out with a lot of old retro games. Yeah. 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 Coming out with a lot of old retro stuff, uh, like the Nintendo, and, you know, while it was big hype in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and maybe just me. Are they still out? Are they still going? Are they still... Well, that's... Yeah, that's that's a very good point, but I think that's where this one will win out is because it actually plays off the cartridges. It's not necessarily off of, like, going to the Nintendo store and downloading it. So I think this is my, might be a last longer because of that but you can't actually make your own games for this it has like a way to make your own games that they offer for free on the website so we might see some new games um i know when when this happens a lot of people will take games that are beyond its techno technologically uh technical possibilities and like make a oh look that is a final fantasy 14 on this thing or something like that they can do that um and then it'll come with like a pocket dock that you can plug into your TV and play everything on the TV, so it's a good chance to play the old, you know, Pokemon's on your TV and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm really excited about this thing. We have full pictures on your on the website, guys. Um, I'm, I'm, I emailed uh, Analog last week and be like, you know, if you guys give us a beta version, <laughs> we'll do a full standalone episode. So we'll see how that works out. You guys never know. Uh, is there any Game Boy Advance games or Game Boy games you guys really want to play again uh, that you would be first thing in this thing for? Go ahead, Squeaks. Say it all for all of us right now, Advance Wars. Advance Wars. First one <laughs> Advance Wars. Be Advance I was just Wars. about to say that. <laughs> Frank at Dylan's Beach with Advance Wars. <laughs> Dude, I, I was streaming that. He's the one who showed us that game. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, so Advance Wars for sure. <laughs> uh, okay. yeah. Now that we're past Advance Wars, is there any game out there that you guys would want to play again? Uh, Wario. Anything with Wario, like Wario Land. Not the stupid ass shaky ones where the controllers and stuff, those games, yeah. the game, carnival game ones. I want to play a legit Wario Land game. The Wario games are really good, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're good platformers. I think Zelda was always a classic. I mean, that's... The old Zelda's? Yeah. Hard one to beat. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Yellow. and Pokemon Yellow. Oh, Pokemon Yeah. Yellow. Donkey Kong. Those games are fun. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, the Pokemon Yellow 
to Nuzlocke, that would be interesting. Where you have Pikachu fall on you and you like cannot uh, let Pikachu die or you die, or you die <laughs> in the game. That would be good. Um, yeah, this, the old Kirby game's really good for the NES, uh, for the Game Boy. Um, God, there's there's a SpongeBob game I can't remember that was really good on the Game Boy Advance. Mm. And I was like, it's dumb because it's SpongeBob, but it's like really good too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Any other games you guys could think of on the top of your head before we move on? Was it Metroid a pretty big one there? There was there was a Metroid yeah. for it. I don't know which one it was called though. But yeah, that was a good one. Uh, yeah, I like the Dragon Ball Z games. Those were fun. I actually oh I didn't know they had Dragon Ball Z games. Yeah, oh you still own them? Ooh, yeah, I, I still have them. It's uh, Goku. I think it's called Goku One and Goku Two or something like that. Those were pretty fun. I I still own like my Pokemon games too and stuff. So. Super excited. You say Harvest Moon? No. Oh, that's a good choice. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. That's a good one. That is a good one. Dang. That's a good choice. Speaking of Metroid, just a real quick side thing. Lee, uh, oh my Don't God. Do Don't do it to Brie me. Brie Larson, thank you, uh, has been talking about how she wants to play Samus. What do you guys think about this? No, I personally fuck no. Stay, in the, <laughs> stay out of it. Stay, this is the only game why I want to keep buying a Nintendo 4. Stay the fuck out of my Metroid world. <laughs> Wait, why don't you uh, like her? I just think she's dull. She's uh, very not... Uh, uh, Captain Marvel, she's very motion... Uh, Emotionless? Motionless, yeah. Um, yeah, she, to me, is not a great actress. Uh, sorry, Annie. I just don't like her in Captain Marvel. I think she's good in other things, but she's bad in Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that reminds me of giving a shout-out to East Coast Avengers. I was on the podcast, their podcast, uh, this week. Uh, they got some uh, JT over there. He's a big Brie Larson fan. And uh, uh, yeah. when I was explaining what, how recently? terrible Brie Larson did, he was not on board. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so shout out to uh, East Coast Avengers guys. Check them out. If you guys want to hear more of this beautiful voice you're hearing right now, uh, it's over there. <laughs> also, Altered Universe. Uh, I'm on his Monday shows a lot. So check out Altered Universe. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's a pretty good one here. Uh, okay, moving on to the last bit of news before we get into some esports stuff here. We have Tyler Blevins, a.k.a. Ninja, wants to expand his past streaming. Uh, he wants to get into voice acting, regular acting, cartoons. Uh, do you guys think he's big enough to make, to break into Hollywood? Um, no, because if you break into Hollywood, you're only, uh, you're only going to be known by one uh, group of people, and that's the gamers that watched you during streaming. Uh, no. I don't think, I mean, from what I've seen from your face, I don't think you're, uh, going to hit other audiences. You don't so. think he's handsome enough to break into the big roles? Nope. No, that shitty ass blue hairdo. Uh, <laughs> fucking teeth. Uh, no, I don't. Oh man. He's, he's swinging hard. <laughs> Boy, don't you play uh, Fortnite? No. Uh, yeah, I do play Fortnite. I don't watch him. I don't watch him though. Just because I play Fortnite doesn't mean I have to watch him. He's I the mascot of you I like yeah. to think that Squeaks is alone in his bedroom, like practicing the dances too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comment. No comment. Uh, some of them are hard. Okay. Come on. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. You, you're only gonna get the people that know him already. So unless you're that super good, I don't see you being a Leonardo and capturing millions of people's attention. But that's the trick, though. He can bring millions over. So if 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 a yeah, but movie the millions says that already watch movies. Or already does well. No, I'm know. just saying. Like, okay, so for example, here he has 15 million followers on Instagram, and yeah. uh, when he streams, he pulls in about 160 thousand concurrent viewers. So if he were to just say, "Hey guys, I'm going to be in the next whatever Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie," they'll go out and watch it because Tyler's in it, because Ninja's in it. You know what I'm saying? So, but, yeah, but then you it have to might really be worth separate. For that. 
you have to be really you have to separate then like how many of those people are going to watch Ninja Turtles anyway because if you tell me there's a Ninja Turtle movie I'm going to fucking watch that I don't care who's in it you know? right 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 um yeah I don't know yeah. or people might hate him so much like I'm not going to watch it because of him <laughs> that that's closer to where because it's not like I hate the guy but I just don't care for him I wanted yeah, to do good because yeah. I think it's important for the industry to see a streamer make that leap up I think that would be really good for the industry but um I really sure wasn't Tyler <laughs> I wish it wasn't Ninja. <laughs> Um, what do you, uh, Daniel and, and Anthony, you guys got an opinion on this one? I think, I think because you stream doesn't mean you can act. So you've got to find somebody to give yeah. him a shot. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe, try, it, maybe he might be able look. to do like voice acting or maybe a cartoon. So it's mm-hmm. like a Fortnite cartoon kind of thing. Um, oh, straight into Fortnite. Okay. Uh, a stunt double Fortnite anime. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, <laughs> but idea. acting, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Yeah, he's he's so here's an interesting thing. I, I when I was researching this, uh, he's already worked with Hollywood before. He's been on The Masked Singer, and he's going to be in Free Guy, which is Ronald Reynolds' upcoming movie. Whenever that gets released, we don't know what time is now. But um, he ended up getting paid by a, a studio to tell his followers that he really likes 1917, which is the war movie that came out. I think it was last year. Um, it it did get a boost bigger than expected but they can't necessarily say that oh that's because of ninja um so he's already kind of working so he does kind of have some contacts uh it's it'll be tricky to see uh, and, and then there's another thing we talked about before where netflix last year said their biggest competitor is fortnite not hbo because fortnite takes a lot of attention which also leads into the guys streaming fortnite you know ninja being the biggest one uh so those are all kind of in the air too uh daniel i'm gonna look at you because you're kind of our streamer junkie can you think of another streamer that would be good at Hollywood? You you got you know all the guys. Yeah. What do you think? Hollywood. Hey, real quick, Daniel, shut the fuck up. Okay, so I play Fortnite, <laughs> what? but you play Warzone, which he plays more now. So did you play Warzone? Did you play Warzone? Actually, exactly. Actually, no, Get he doesn't actually play Warzone that much. Uh, he still goes back on that Fortnite. No, that he plays Warzone now. Game. You know, like yeah, you probably watched just on Fortnite games. right before the podcast. Yeah, but Daniel yeah, was he, watching him. We literally on his waited for you to finish skills. playing your 12, 12 year old with your twelve year old kids playing <laughs> yeah. Fortnite over there. That's six kills, okay, damn it. <laughs> six kills in a game again that my eight year old nephew's like oh, huge. Oh my in. gosh! Well, your eight year old nephew, your eight year old nephew is badass at the game. Then, <laughs> I like to see. I like to see how you do on PUBG. That's the one I would I would oh, contest is the best. And I know Daniel's over there with his Warzone. Uh yeah, so Daniel, do you think there's any other streamers that can that can break into Hollywood like Ninja might be able to break into Hollywood? Uh, just watching them on stream, no. Maybe like commentary, doing commentary on like yeah uh, video games, like do esports stuff. Definitely, maybe like Doctor Disrespect because he does his own thing. Like when he when he dies in a video game and he's with like a bunch of people, he'll commentary on his um on his match and how they're performing and stuff like that and honestly it's entertaining so uh maybe that but hollywood acting no i have i don't think so i think it's all about looks initially from start right if you're a streamer and you're like you know that's the best way to kind of bridge the gap if you look like an idiot then you're not going to bridge the gap between your streamer success into hollywood success like dr which you can play an idiot role that's true ninja would be good at an idiot role um but yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we gotta fix uh Daniel's streaming mic. It's bugging me. <laughs> Just throwing that out there again. Remind me to, to to try to fix that with you, Daniel, after this. 
Uh, all right, we got a couple pieces of esports news. We've been kind of slacking on the esports stuff because it's been all right. It's not been too great. Uh, first off, Riot is launching a new TV series in Korea, and uh, you could stream it here in, in America, so you know, and across the world. But anyways, it's going to be called Next, and it's a reality TV show, much like The Voice or American Idol, where they're going to have a hundred contestants trying to compete to be the best League of Legends player. Uh, and at the final 10, they're going to be like, so they're going to kind of whittle it down. And then at the final 10, they're going to have multiple like tests and challenges and stuff like that to kind of, Oh, now you're going home. And now you're going home each week. Uh, the prize pool for this thing is $40,000 and a chance at actually getting a, uh, professional career out of this. I love this idea. I love the idea of esports breaking into the, the, uh, uh, reality TV show thing. What are you guys thoughts on this? Daniel, you're a big league of legends, man. Do you think you could compete in this? What do you think, man? No, I'm. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> Don't doubt yeah. yourself, bro. I want to see Daniel on this show, like Big Brother, but you have to play fucking League of Legends challenges every week, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But what kind of challenges? I want to see Daniel though? living with five other people. What kind of challenges? Uh, we don't play. Yeah, right we don't know yet. We don't know what the challenges <laughs> will be, but maybe it's like um, you have to play a random character, or you uh, some other ideas. Let's yeah. think. Uh, you have to play with no boots. Oh, that'd be fun. No movement speed increases, and see no who can items beat. Or something, yeah. I'm garbage at yeah. the game, so it wouldn't even. I I probably get limited. <laughs> but like right Big Brother, way. Big Brother, they can do different like uh, things outside outside of the game where you get advantages if you win. Yeah. To so where, yeah, if game. you win the challenge, you do get the boots, and the other guy doesn't. I like that idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, just sign all of us. So, <laughs> so, so uh, it starts August second. So it already started when you guys are hearing this. Um, and they're, they're redoing it on Twitch and YouTube. So you can watch it, uh, in those two platforms there. Uh, so the top 10 is when everything really gets hot. Is there a game you guys play that you guys think you can get the top 10% of the other players? <laughs> Negative. Uh, yeah. I'm not With that enough good enough time, I would games. say, <laughs> yeah, World of Warcraft, maybe, maybe, maybe. If I have enough time and it's just a hunter, maybe, uh, uh I would have Minecraft? to say Overwatch. I would have to say Overwatch. Pong? I spent a lot of time on that. <laughs> yeah, Pong. Tetris? Tetris, dude. So we actually had Tyler, uh, the esports coach, on uh, a couple, maybe a month ago, whatever like that. And he was talking about how the, the Tetris esports game is huge. I didn't know about that. And apparently it's like this big thing now. And like the guys who invented yeah. Tetris are big behind it. So there you go. You can have an open. Man, I watched one of them too. And these, these guys are nuts on how fast they're moving. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so no, not on that one either. <laughs> not on that one either. Yeah, yeah, it's tough one. I mean, like see these. You know, I, I I know I play well on those games. See these Minecraft. I don't know if Minecraft you could really make an esports at it, but I'm down. Uh, the top ten percent. I don't know, Daniel. What do you think, man? Are you top ten percent in Warzone? No, hell no. I'm I'm trash in Warzone. The only game I think about is um, back then when uh, FIFA. What year was it? 16, 18, one of those? Like, I actually. Because it ain't right now, boy. Speak that ass. Hey, that's cute. Yeah, you got your ass beat last time you were here. Hey, what happened to Madden? <laughs> what happened to Madden, boy? Madden. Oh, yeah. You, you, you shut that shit down, right? You turned that shit down because you rage quit? Yeah. Chill, homie. It don't matter. You and, brought up FIFA. And, so and, and, FIFA. and 2K, I almost beat you. That's pretty almost. sad. And almost. I almost, because he used Steph Curry. Like yeah, but from he, half court. Hey, Cheddar, <laughs> he owns the game. I've that was my first time ever playing 2K. I started. Just saying. Just, yeah, just saying. You're playing as a warrior. Just saying. Okay. 
I'm going to get all three of those games. Don't worry. I'm going to smack you every fucking time you hear a rage quit. <laughs> Don't worry. I- 2021. This is the one. We're buying all of them. <clears throat> oh, man. Here we go, guys. Okay, 2021. Yeah. We're going to stream that shit, too. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what about you, Taff? What game? What about you? Uh, okay, what so you, 10%? I would like to say Sea of Thieves. You're, you're big into Ark. Sea of Thieves. Well, Ark, no. Uh, no, no, no. I, I liked, because Ark has changed too much. I liked Ark back when it was all about like the political stuff. And now it's like, there's like space stuff in it now. I'm like, ah, oh, that's not great. What the hell? Okay. Yeah, it, it, it gone crazy. Um, but yeah, so Sea of oh, Thieves, wow. Minecraft, and maybe World of Warcraft if I have enough time. Like that's de- World of Warcraft's definitely the game that I had my highest skill cap in before. Like like I was in a guild that was in the top 500 at one moment. So that kind of thing. I mean, at least, not, at least only if it's not healing, because I've seen you do that before. Ooh. No, not healing. <laughs> DPS and an emergency tanking. Definitely not healing. Yeah, no, I'll agree on that one. Uh, you want those know, mythic I, dungeons? I don't know any good healers. <laughs> that's that's an insult to two of you guys <laughs> hey that was my past life that was my past life <laughs> oh man okay i want to fucking so... make a healer after this <laughs> i would like to see you play world of warcraft for more than a week squeaks that's that's the trick i, I get distracted man i know you do <laughs> Like I'm gonna get a right, I'm not tonight. gonna quit until I do. And then like three days later on, you're like, um, yeah, so I'm playing some uh, Destiny. I'm so close. And then you got Tyrion that played one time, well, like one day, and he already unlocked that shit. Yeah, like, he got it one day. Disappointing. <laughs> How do you get it in one day? I added you on disc. I like at Squeaks. Hey, he did better than you, and you don't ever pay attention when we at you in Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, I don't. but yeah, he got it in one day. <laughs> How do you what from zero from no rep? No, no, no. he he had gotten he had some beforehand. Oh, he did okay. like all the questing, everything like that. He got in one day and he's like, Yeah, I'm flying. He actually got flying too. Yeah. Oh, motherfuckers, man. Yeah. All right. You so just moving be on good. to the he's just gotta be good. That's the hard part. Yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> checked out. He's checked out. <laughs> all right. Uh last bit of esports news. Overwatch League player Violet, I think that's how you say his name, is suspended and fined from the San Francisco shock. So uh this first he first came under fire July nineteenth for harassing a player and telling him to kill himself. Do not do that. That is very stupid to do. Do not ever say yeah. that. Okay. Now, then on July, now we got that out of the way. <laughs> uh, then on July 27th, uh, he started using hate speech and slurs. I'm not going to say them here because it is a bunch of stuff that's you shouldn't be saying. Um, the player he was saying it to screen grabbed it and then tweeted it out. Uh, and it is showing that what happened basically is he was on uh, Brigitte and then he, he was told by, uh, by Violet to move over to Mercy uh, and then he was insulting him by saying, like, you need to go back to Brigitte. He was basically just talking smack and then calling him a ton of names. Uh, in a statement from San Francisco Shock, this is on their Discord, from General Manager Chris Chung, uh, he said, uh, Today we were made aware of an incident involving Violet's in-game behavior. Violet's actions were not in line with the with what we expect from our staff and players in, out, in or out of game. The organization and Violet would like to extend our an apology for the situation. So he uh, he won't be there for the Houston Outlaws match coming up. Uh, okay, so what do you guys think on on, on the punishment here? I, I kind of it's weird that San Francisco Shock's the one having to put the punishment out. I kind of feel like it should be on Blizzard's side. I don't think San Francisco Shock should have been put in this situation. I wonder if San Francisco Ch- Shock took charge first because they didn't want it to go that high up, kind of like that like that chain. So they're like, okay, we're gonna nip in the butt before you do. But I feel like as a uh, Blizzard that runs the whole organization, it's kind of like the NFL or whatever, they would put the suspension on as well. Uh, but usually in the NFL or whatever, teams will kind of do their own thing as well, also on top of that. Um, yeah. My thing overall, though, that San Francisco Shock has a mouth on him. And honestly, if these people get seen in the street, like if it was someone against me, like Super on San Francisco Shock, I'd punch that fool in the face. Whoa, so like, <laughs> that's just me being violent. 
I know that's sorry, sorry, but like they wow. talk so. Who would much like to extend crap. an apology for Squeaks? Is uh, <laughs> there's, there's my okay. I apologize, but there's so much <laughs> shit talking coming back coming from San Francisco Shock that I'm not shocked by this. Pun shocked, right? By this because they do so much of it. Well, there's a difference between trash talking, which, by the way, they're champions. They deserve to the right to be able to trash talk that. someone. Yeah. But there's a difference between trash talking and then straight up like calling people words that we don't use anymore that we shouldn't be able to use anymore. Uh, that is obviously above and beyond. And he's sitting there saying it in game where everybody's streaming. It's like, come on, dude, you're really that bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. To me, it's kind of like just a bad mood all around. Daniel, do you think the Blizzard should have stepped in on this first? Uh, I think Blizzard should have only stepped in if Shock didn't do anything about it, <clears throat> honestly. Because okay. it's you know it's their team; they need to pretty much crack the whip on their players. And honestly, their players should be to put put on a higher standard. Like you can't be doing hateful speeches, stuff like that. Even though, like in Call of Duty, people say "kill yourself," all these like derogatory so terms stupid. and stuff like that. Yeah. It happens, but. When you're a professional gamer, you need to just watch what you say. You can't be doing this. Like you could, you could talk your shit, you know, but you can't be doing hateful stuff very much. Yeah, that's for yeah. professional athletes everywhere. Though, like you're on a different uh, pedestal now, and whether you like it or not, you signed up for this gig. So yeah, that's just the what right, comes yeah. along with it. And you can't talk shit if you play like squeaks, but uh. <laughs> I think they need to be. Uh, I think they need to be higher expectations oh, and standards, right? If they want the industry to grow, so. how are you going to make it grow? Uh, just like NFL or, or any kind of league, they do something wrong, they need to be punished. I think Blizzard should have stepped in. Um, I think having that uh, kind of communication out there is just going to steer people away from the industry. So yeah, you but, think? Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Daniel. Uh, real quick, he said that. He won't be there for the Houston Outlaws match. <clears throat> so yeah. does that mean that that's the only punishment? He's not going to be there for that? Or are they going to do a severe punishment? Because I feel like how many times did he get banned? and Or how many times did he do this? I feel like it should be a bigger, severe punishment. Like Yeah. Uh, a bit more. The, with the format of how like Overwatch works... Uh, you know these these big tournaments like the like the one coming up with Houston, uh, that that's a big chunk. It's not it's like it's like in the NFL being banned for like four weeks. It's kind of a, or three weeks. It's kind of a big bigger chunk than it is necessarily when you think of like getting banned for one game in baseball or something. Um, but I do see like they could have made an example out of him and really put the hammer down and kind of added more time to it. Yeah. Financial ban uh, uh fines. That's something that we don't see a lot of. I don't think in esports at all. But as normal in physical sports, where somebody gets fined twenty thousand dollars for something, that might be something they want to look into. That would be hit, hitting pretty hard on these guys. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Like I said before, there's a lot of trash talking from shocks. So I'm not shocked about this one. Not shocked about so. the shock. Gotcha. Yes. There's always tra- <laughs> trash talking though. Just- yeah, I, I kind of don't blame them for trash talking. Just the way you do it's got to be better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, Sports even trash yeah. talk. It's it's all wrong. But like playing Call of Duty, you you hear all this. Like I get oh, yeah. told kill myself like almost like five times a day. <laughs> it, it's Is it because happen. you're a terrible player? I'm just wondering. Uh no, actually yeah, I'm I just killed them and they got upset. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, they're the trash. I believe half fire, of that. I believe people fire. get upset, but I don't believe that. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fire. Those are the fire. <laughs> He's like in base throwing grenades at himself. Hey, why don't you actually play a real game, Squeaks? 
Get off that Fortnite. Uh, it's definitely not Call of Duty. Uh, and it's definitely not Death Stranding. Number number one game right now. <laughs> yeah, actually, you need to be a game so you could actually come talk hey, to me. Because you've yet I texted yesterday how far two. I got Last oh, of Us. Oh, yeah. I when did that game come out? how far I got. When, when did the game come oh, out? Oh, man. Make okay. a more exciting okay. game and I'll be playing it. At this point, yeah, Death Stranding is kind of old. Or uh, Last of Us is kind of old news. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Way, way yeah. Well, it's boring. All right, so uh, just real quick, we're going to do full reviews on these, but we're going to try to keep them real short. So we have a grounded review. Uh, none of you guys have played this one yet, right? just want to confirm before we go any farther. I'll be real I watched with it you play. You watched me play. That's the most important thing. Um, okay, so grounded, it's a, a survival game, much like Ark or Rust. Um, but the idea is that you're Honey, I Shrunk the Kidded, and you're just like in a backyard trying to survive. Answer a big problem. Uh we played for five hours testing this during our community night stream. Guys, check that out every Friday, 7 o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, and so just a quick little rundown of, of the pros and cons. Pros, it is really colorful. I liked that idea compared to other survival games that they're not very colorful. Uh, it's whimsical in a lot of the actions that you're doing. Um, the cons, the snapping is real bad. So like when you're building stuff, you know, things snap to each other so that you can build proper looking structures and make sure that it's sound very poorly done it doesn't work very well uh nothing works real well the it's in early access but like the storyline we completed it in under 30 minutes uh yeah uh the scaling of of bad guys like there's a spider that kills you we had to purposely keep bugging the spider so we can kill it otherwise it was just one shotting us and it would stay around to where you died and so if you died near the spawn point then you're just gonna die all the time um this game definitely needs a lot of work. It's it is early access. Uh, I would suggest so. Let's let's throw a grade on it right now. This is a soft grade because it's early access. I'd give it a C minus. Is where it's sitting at right now. Not great. Um, it is currently free with the Game Pass. If you're gonna play it anywhere, do it that way on the Game Pass, completely free. Uh, otherwise, it's thirty bucks on Steam. If I had bought this on Steam, I would be returning it right now. So uh, do not play this game until it has. Some fixes. If you are going to play it, play it free to play on the Game Pass. That's grounded. That sucks to hear because I was kind of looking. That's one game I was looking forward to in the last uh, yeah uh, uh, event they did. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised it even came out because it was like out of nowhere. It was like, oh hey, grounded. That game that we were just talking about, looking forward to, is out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is five hours, and we basically beat. We well, we definitely beat the game, and we, at that point, we were just yeah. building our base up and stuff like that. I'm just like, eh, this is all boring. So hopefully they add more to it. There's definitely like things you can see where they're gonna add. Like there has to be something over there, kind of thing. But yeah, it needs more story or something. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to Umbrella Academy. Have you guys caught any Umbrella Academy yet? Season two. Yeah, I'm on the second episode. Second one. What are you thinking so far, man? I don't really. I'm not a huge fan of the Umbrella Academy like everybody else is. Oh wow. I just think it's okay. I think uh, I don't care about any of the characters. Uh, oh, wow. Honestly, they're a group that could just just stay dead from the nuclear explosion in the start of season one and i'll be okay with it <laughs> okay we definitely disagree yeah, yeah. that's good to hear <laughs> yeah uh, uh yeah uh what about you cheddar and daniel have you guys uh seen umbrella academy season two yet i have not no i haven't cut, cut it at all no and daniel no, no. um yeah I, i'm really enjoying it I'm, I'm halfway through the season and i really like it actually i think i thought i think it's even better than the first season it's faster um the characters are more interesting and we're in the 60s so we have that kind of like that set piece thing going on the time period stuff it's a lot of a lot of a lot better what do you, how would you compare it to season one squeaks do you think it's better than season one or about the same 
Uh, I like the fact that uh, it's straight continuing and it starts off like, okay, this is the issue and this is what we need to yeah. do right away. And everybody's um, kind of separate right now. But I like how they all divided themselves within like one year later, right? Yeah. Those are the dates. Um, so I liked how we're just not, not messing around right now. So like I said, I'm only on episode two, so I like how it goes straight to it. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I mean, that's the difference. Fast, more fast paced right now. You yeah. finish it or no? Uh, I'm about halfway through. No, I was trying okay. to finish it, but then uh, I had the birthday, so it threw me off. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think it's quite a bit faster. It's got really good music too, and the cinematography. I trust the writers and the cinematography team behind this project. Um, I think that the story keeps kind of it keeps the arc solid, like it's focused. And yet we still have all these side plots that are going on that that are rewarding. It's not like I'm just sitting there like, okay, I don't care about this person. That I don't have that feeling for anybody, and and that's very rare for me with so many different characters. Um, I'm actually invested in all the their outcomes, which is very surprising. But yeah, uh, okay then. So just two episodes. You're not a big fan. Uh, I think I'm like five in, four maybe. Um, and I would I would give it an A right now. But we'll we'll Dang. go ahead and give it a grade. Yeah, we'll give it a grade next week. I'm a big fan of the first one though. So that's the thing. Okay. Were you a big fan of the first one? Um, I liked it. I would just I'll say that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So for me, it's continued hype from the first one, and then you're you're about middle of the road. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we'll give this a grade next week, guys. I was hoping to finish it and give it a full review this week, but we didn't have time. Uh, okay. Last bit before we sign out, guys. Post Malone. He went to the copyright office and copyrighted a little neat thing. He's starting a beer pong league. It'll be a nationwide beer pong league. It'll have all the gear and stuff like that with teams. And uh, I think this is a pretty cool idea. I think we should sign up for it. What do you guys think? Should we become a beer pong team officially? I mean, me and Daniel are fucking We're champions already. I was thinking that, too. We were freaking (laughs) dominating, you know? (laughs) But... Yeah, you guys are cheating. No, but see, the problem is uh, Miguel had to uh, change the rules on the beer pong so we couldn't pick our partner because we would have just dominated every single yeah, beer pong really. tournament every single time. Um, but if you can have a cornhole tournament, why not have a beer pong tournament? Yeah. If I could watch yeah. cornhole on ESPN, what the <laughs> hell is that? Yeah, shit. God right. dang. Oh, my God. Uh I'm digging this idea, and and that's one thing I really like is the fact that there will be set rules. So now we can kind of use those set rules when we're playing beer pong at the houses. Oh, yeah. So we're like, yeah. look, according to Post Malone, this is how it goes. Is it going to be sponsored by Bud Light? Uh, I hope it's a little better beer than that, but yeah, probably is Bud Light. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's what? What's he drink? Bud Light. He only drinks Bud yeah. Light. Oh, wow. Seems like he made a Bud Light PC, and I was like, the I I believe he made the Bud Light PC. Did you guys see that? I didn't, no. but I mean, I'm looking it up now. I That's pretty crazy. I believe so. But I know, I know he's going to Bud Light commercials and everything. Dang. Oh, there we go. So uh, you guys heard, heard it here first. We're going to be starting the Geek Freaks Beer Pong team. Uh, I think first string is going to have to be Daniel and Squeaks, but uh, then me and Cheddar will be strong seconds. And Jonathan could be our cheerleader, and then maybe he'll come in if we like break a leg playing beer pong or something like that. We'll, we'll <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I've seen him play. So like, yeah, he could be cheerleader sounds good. <laughs> Oh man, I hope this does well because it kind of reminds me. Remember when the Dodge movie came out? Dodgeball movie came out, and there's yeah. a bunch of dodgeball leagues that came afterwards. Yeah. They're fun to watch. It was okay. So we have that. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for this week. Uh, ch- make sure to check us out on all the social medias, um, and uh, head over to audibletrial.com/backslash/geekfreaks. Uh, we're gonna be reading next either Sandman, the uh, Understanding Comics, or uh, Miss. 
Peregrim's long title that Daniel suggested. I'm going to have to figure out a way to shorten that up for the votes because it only has like so many characters. But it does sound really good. All right, guys, that's going to be it. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.